reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Thank you. 
Coming wise, can you show it by clapping your hands? Father, we pray that you speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Rod of correction, part eight. Psalm 23, and I'm reading verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. And no treasure, evil the evil that is dominating young people. What are the evils that are dominating young people this, these days? What are the problems of young people? Evil. This is a, he said, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. What are some of the evils young people? Are you young or you are old? You are young. Do you, do you know some of the evils? You don't know, sorry. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Who knows some of the evils young people are facing? Yes. 
sorry, fornication. Young people are fornicants. Young people are fornicants. How many of you know somebody who is a fornicant? Not you, you know somebody, let me see your hand. By the grace of God, you know somebody who is a fornicant. I mean your age group who is a fornicant. Okay. All right. Young people. It's an evil, not so. And are you aware that that evil can easily catch up on you? Catch up with you? Do you know that? What are some of the evils? Are you young or old? Yeah, but you don't know some of the evils of the young people. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, who knows some of the evils of young people? Yes, my darling. Stealing beef. Or Oh, watching pornography. Uh, so, is it different from fornication? Oh, watching pornography is different. It's a different evil from fornication. Are they related? Oh, there's a relation. What's the relationship? Fornication leads to pornography. Pornography leads to you becoming a fornicant. Oh, okay. And, and it's an evil. Okay, so... Theory and practicals. Uh, hey. Theory and practicals. Hey. And are you aware that it can easily creep up on you? You know that? That it's an evil? Two more evils of young people. Yes. Fraud. Oh, frauding. It's called frauding. Hacking. They, they go into computers, emails, and steal bank accounts. I think young people do it, or, or old people. Young guys do it. It's not the older people, like 40 years. It's young guys. I, I, I didn't know that. But are young guys seriously to compete? Sorry. You met a guy. On Friday, that's what he does. Emails and hacking. And are you aware that you can easily live that life? Wow. Last one. Commotion. Abortion. Hey. Are people still doing abortion? Oh, are you sure? Oh, but no, no, no. Abortion is, is in, the, uh, in the 80s, so. Oh, no, 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 I don't think so. 90s, uh, late 80s, early 90s. People still do abortion. Young girls. Easy. No hospital. But how can they do abortion without hospital? Broken Guinness bottles. They crash the Guinness bottles. And when you drink it, the baby will come. They use what? They buy the tablets from the pharmacy. So there's no doctor. Home. And you, you don't know anything like that. You don't know anything. Any bad thing young boys are doing. You don't know anything. You only know good things. You don't also know good things. Sorry. What do you know? Oh, 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 you know some of the bad things? What, what's your name? 
Alfred, Calvin, beautiful name. How you doing, baby? Oh, 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 what do you know? What are some of the bad things young guys do? Calvin. Telling. Oh, telling lies. That's true. Lies. White lies. Which ones are white lies? The ones that you are hiding the truth small, then they'll, they'll pass the lie by the side. White lies. Wow. Wow. My dear friends, as I end today's message, I want to inform you that young people are prone to a lot of evils. Frauding, lying, abortions, uh, Guinness, uh, Guinness bottle, crashing. Um, so all these things are evils. You know they are evils. Now, how many of you know that even though you know someone who can do those things, you yourself, you can easily do such things. Not that you are doing it, but if heaven doesn't come down to earth, how many of you see yourself as a potential doer of these things? Let me see your hand. Right. Right. Now, David said, I will fear no evil. I will not fear. I will live without the fear that pornography will be a dominant force in my life. I don't fear. I like, I mean, when I take my iPad, I don't have any, it doesn't even occur to me that there's a site called uh, uh, Magic Mama. But you, when you hold an iPad, your hand begins to shake. It's shaking. It's shaking. So, listen carefully. I'm ending the message. There is evil in the world. Now, the, the, the type of person who will not fear any evil is the one who believes that God is with him. Listen. Your father, no matter how wild he is, he cannot stop you from practicing any of the things we have discussed. Are you aware of that? Yeah. Your mother. They don't even know you are doing it. When you come out of your room, your face is straight. Meanwhile, the demons that are harassing you are senior level demons. But in flaming fire, there is a fire that is released to burn all these demons. Yes. My dear friends, the only thing that can stop a young man from watching pornography is not advice. It's not counseling. It is called the power of God. So David said, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me.
How many of you are believing God not to be part of such evils? I want to tell you that you must make it a project to have God in your life. You know, as we are talking about these things and discussing them, I mean, as if they are like some fun events, one of them can sink your life permanently. Are you with me? You know a girl who has fornicated 48, 49 times. You can try just one. Your life nose dives. You never recover again. Once. It is possible for a young man to master and to have mastery over evil. There are young men like you who have never watched pornography before. They exist. You know, when you read 1 Samuel chapter 2, 1 Samuel chapter 2, in Shiloh, that is the house of God, there were some two boys there called Hophni and Phinehas. They were the sons of Eli. Time will fail me. But if you read 1 Samuel chapter 2, these were the pastor's sons who were raping girls in the church. In the church. Raping girls in the church. When people came with sacrifices, as the sacrifice was being boiled for God or burnt for God, they would just come and take the meat. If you beg them, they say, no, we want it ourselves. Evil boys. Evil boys. But if you go to chapter 3 of 1 Samuel, just the first verse, as Hophni and Phinehas were raping girls, fornicating and fooling, there was also a boy called Samuel in the same church who was ministering unto the Lord before Eli. And Samuel, the child Samuel, ministered. First Samuel chapter 3 and verse 1. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. So what you may not know is that not everybody is like Hophni and Phinehas in Shiloh. Sometimes some of you think that everybody is doing what you are doing. But what, yes, what you may not know is that you are the only one perhaps doing it. Or you and your four other friends. But there are a number of others who are not into that lifestyle. And from today, you will be among the Samuels in the church. You will be among the people who are not dominated by this. And I'm saying, listen to me very carefully. For you to overcome fornication, for you to overcome evil, the Lord should be with you. Look, it's not by self-determination that from today, I will never fornicate again. No, no, no. God should have mercy on you. God should be with you. Now, if you go back to Psalm 23 verse 4, you will see right there, right there, it says, I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. 
but he goes deeper and brings out the aspect of God that makes him not fear evil because when God is with you there are many things you can enjoy you can enjoy his money you can enjoy his kindness you can enjoy his, his, his presence you can enjoy angels for thou art with me it's a big big basket but when it comes to evil evil that destroys young boys look I've told you before and anytime I get the opportunity, I'll tell you. Look, when I went to Form 1, like SS1, we went from primary school to SS, uh, JSS, JHS, primary. Our group, the guy who topped like BC into our school, which was, which was one of the top schools in Ghana, the boy who topped, by the time we were writing O-Level, he had become a weed smoker. Actually, our first paper, like, um, what is it? Like, BEC. Our first paper, when we were writing the first paper, he was in police custody. The guy who talked. You will be surprised at what evil can do to your life. That is why David said, I will not fear. I will not be overcome by evil. I will not be tormented by evil. Because why? The Lord is with me. Now, which aspect of God makes you overcome evil? Because, like me, when you are with me, there are many different sides to me. Depending on what is happening, I release this side, I release this side. So, when God is with you, what aspect of God enables you to overcome the evil that is destroying your friends? What if you sitting here in church? God forbid. But if you are not careful, a year by this time, you will not be in church. You'll be a totally different person. Even your hairstyle will be different. What is it about God that makes a young guy overcome the evil that is in the world? He says, for thou art with me. Then he gives the details. Thy rod, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Maybe you don't understand. It means that I am comfortable with the rod and the staff of God because of which I don't fear pornography. Thy rod and thy staff. The rod. Normally, rod and staff should cause pain. But for a certain type of boy called David, he said, it is my comfort. May you come to a place eh, where rods and staffs rather become... It's like when you don't have rods correcting you, you are worried. When you are living a life where there are no rods, listen to me, my dear friend, a rod and a staff cannot comfort you. They cause pain. I wish I had a sick to hit somebody right now. You, you realize that there's pain. Uh, Mama Sewa, next week bring me two canes. Yes, we will see in the service whether a cane is comfortable. Mm. To a fat cane, go to Medina around the charcoal sellers area there at the back. They sell canes there. We will be here. When I flip you one, I'll, I'll see. Aha, uh-huh, there's one. Aha, uh-huh. turn your buttocks. One. Is it nice? 
how can this thing comfort you? But there's a young boy who has allowed this thing to be a comfort, a source of comfort. May you be that girl that without this in your life, you are in danger of destroying your life. That every boy, every girl needs a rod. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hey! The guy had understanding of, you see, where is she? Yes, come for one. Is it painful? One more. Oh, turn properly. Is it painful? The pain of this rod. Is it painful? One more. You brother came. The pain you are experiencing compared to the pain of fornication, the pain of pornography, what pornography can do to your soul. When you compare it, this one is luxury and comfort. You prefer this rod than for pornography to destroy your soul. You prefer Whatever is a rod, you prefer it. That's what the video said. You can sit down. I'll be calling on you. That's what the Bible says. Foolishness. Go to Proverbs 22. It is bound in the heart of a child. And the only thing that drives it from you. You see, one, don't, don't glorify foolishness. The fact that it is the affliction of the young does not mean you must glory in it. Foolishness is destructive. Psalm 5 and verse 5. The foolish shall not stand in the sight of God. The foolish. When you are a fool, you don't come near God. God's plans, God's blessings, God's peace, you see that you'll be suffering. You'll be suffering. Some of you already at your age, the pimples on your face, it's not normal pimples. I said, it's not normal pimples. Yeah, heart breaks. Thy rod and thy staff. I am praying for all of you today and I pray sincerely that each of you will find comfort in rods you derive comfort from hips because when you compare what a, a king will do to you versus the outcome of serial fornication that when you are 30 years old you look like a 70 year old grandma some of you, when you are 35 years old, I saw one recently, she looks like an AIDS patient. She doesn't have AIDS. All the juices in her have been sucked away. So David said, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. You see, many of you here, when a rod is applied to you, you become reactionary. When Reverend Kobe applies a rod, you, be, you freak out. Anything that is like a disturbance or that annoys you or that is painful, you just know. No sense. You cannot live your life without rots. That's why I told you some five, five weeks ago. Yeah, you must reject any lifestyle. Whether it is imposed on you 
or it is a self-generated lie that gives you luxury. A young boy should not have luxury. A young boy, a young girl, where's my tablet? A young boy, a young girl, a young boy, a young girl. If anybody listening to me here, your life is such that everything is comfortable in your life. Be very careful. You are about to be destroyed. It's not good. And I don't blame your father because he doesn't understand what he's doing to you. A real parent will create rots. Rots. And today, I am introducing a rod. I don't even know which one I should choose. But I may give you two. Normally, I give you one. But I may give you two rods. Because only the rod of correction can remove the foolishness that can prevent you from standing in the presence of God. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. The rod, one of the many rods that you must allow to comfort you is the rod of deprivation. It's a big word. Deprivation means to be deprived. This one is just by the side. When, whenever there is something you need as a young boy, you know you need this, you know you need that, and you don't have it, don't see it as an evil. It is not helpful for you to have everything you want given to you. So, to have lack or to need, like a young girl, a young girl, you need money. You can't even afford sanitary pad. You don't understand what I'm talking about. I don't blame you. That's a lack. That's lack. Look at my face very carefully. I'm talking not to old men, oh. Young girls, young boys, when you are deprived of something, see it as one of the rods God is using to guide you. Like today, was it yesterday? Do you remember I shared a testimony? Even, see, a lot of you here who are in school, you don't even think about your school fees. It's automatic. I mean, school is coming. The check is written. The money. If some of you, it, it hasn't even been paid. Autopilot. But there is a girl. The school fees payment is a project. She must pray. She must ask. So she and her brother, they, they sat down and made a list of possible people they can approach to help them with their school fees. But you see, it is not something you even think about. There are some people, every morning before they go to school, they have to go and sell bread. Now, I'm informing you today, I'm preaching about the rod of correction. One of the things God uses to correct our lives and to straighten our lives is deprivation, to be deprived of school fees, to be deprived of food. 
to be deprived of, an, of, of a smartphone, to be deprived. Every girl has some attachment. Oh, yours is natural. All is your way. Oh, that's nice. Dre, baby, stand up and let's see, Sister Dre. Wow. Yeah. Every girl has got something. I'm shaking a little, shaking your head. Oh, baby, baby, baby. What a, what a, what a shock. This is your, this is natural. This is natural. Oh, the girls are fine. And this one. Uh, what's her name? Saint Debbie, Saint Wa. She's the saint. She has never seen before since she was born. Did your mother give birth to you with blue hair? Blue. Blue hair. Blue hair. Every girl has got blue hair. Some are wearing weave on, sew on, hang on, attach on. Only you. Because your parents are poor, you look like a boy. The last time you did weave on or attachment was two years ago. It was your auntie's sister's hair that she had used three times that she gave you. But normally you are a boy. Today, I'm informing you, that need for hair may be a rod of correction that keeps you on a certain path of humility. Luke 15. Please turn your Bibles. Verse 11 of Luke 15. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. The younger. And he, so I'm preaching about deprivation. Sometimes, even when the thing is forced on you, you yourself should know how to deprive yourself. Maybe next week or two, I'm going to talk about the rod of fasting and prayer. It's a rod. But I'm taking time. I don't have the green light to come to that one. But it's here. Don't be too excited that everything you need, you have it. You want iPad, you have it. You want phone, you have it. The people, the children who are like that, who anything they want, the mother or the father gives it to them. That child has no future. It has never, see, this boy was a fool, but he didn't know. See, because I mean, he didn't know he was going to destroy himself. He just thought, but why? I mean, I, I, let me have my, father, my, my, my inheritance. And when he went, he told his father, give me. What's the next verse? No, no, no. no. The same verse. And he did end. Give me the portion of goods that followed to me. The next thing that happened was that the father gave him. Now, I, most of us who preach on this say that it's possible the father advised him. The mother advised him. He said, no, but um, let's, let, let's stop. Let's close our Bibles and discuss it. Let's discuss it. Me. <laughs> um, let me not use myself because it can happen. I, 
can't imagine it. I, I don't think far. I don't think madness. I don't think far. Like, I'm in my room and say, oh, knocking. Who is there? Oh, daddy, uh, it's me. Oh, come in. Ah, what's happening? Oh, I'm watching a nice movie. Let's, oh, no, daddy, I didn't come to watch a movie. Hey, daddy, um, the houses you have built and the cars are the garage. I want my portion of the inheritance now. Then I will sit up and say, what did you say? I say oh, my, my, the houses, yeah, the one at Bekwai and the two we have in Sunyani and uh, the cars, the four taxis and the three uh, uh, daft trucks. Um, I want to, uh, uh, one tipper truck. Uh, Daddy, I, I want my portion of all the inheritance. Like, if you were to die right now, what will I get? Uh, and I would like you to give me my own. So, I asked, so, so when do you want it? Oh, right now. I said, okay, so sit down and wait for me. <laughs> Please don't go anywhere. Just wait for me. I'm coming. <laughs> then I'll go. Recently, my daughter bought me a leather belt. Pure leather. Yeah. Buffalo hide. I will take that leather belt. The buckle will be hanging. What did you say? What do you want? Inheritance. Who put such ideas in your head? Can you imagine? I mean, what type of father is that? So, so when the boy came to ask, and daddy said, no, I won't give you your portion of the inheritance. Ah, what's my inheritance? Ah! Hey! Kwame! I said, I won't give you any portion. Some parents. There's some parents. As soon as the girl starts crying, lies on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come. Get it. We went for an adoring recently. One of our pastors. Is it a man again? Two a month. Where there? How during? I was praying. The child. Is that a girl? The girl was using her daddy's phone. Then she would press. And the thing begins to play. I don't know what she was doing. And suddenly the whole ceremony is distracted. Music on the phone. And the daddy will take the the mommy will take the daddy will take the phone from the boy. As soon as he takes the phone, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Then we say the rod, say the rod, say the rod. Then, 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 then you give that thing to, to, um, the little girl. Then she press something, and when she presses something, the video, I just a video, but some music or some something, disturbing. Oh, about four times. Each 
time the father takes the phone from the girl. <laughs> oh! Then the father. One day I slapped one of my sons. Up to today, I regret it. When I remember the scene, it was in church at Mataiko. She wanted something from someone. The person wouldn't give. And he began to throw tantrums. One slap. Maybe I should even check his ear. No, sometimes your ear may not be good. You may not know. It was not. I, when I think about it, I myself, I shudder. Today. You cannot. There is a type of parent when the son, anything his son wants. This is one of them. This is a type of parent. Because he cannot stand the tantrums. He cannot stand the crying. And I'm saying to you, young man, that even if your parent gives you everything, you yourself must be able to impose deprivation on you. Why? Next verse. Look at the next verse. As soon as the boy got this, not many days. What is many days? Many days is 14 days, 10 days, 7 days. But I said, not many days. Which means after a day or two, sharp, the boy, the younger son, took his journey, said, gathered all. Which means that the father had actually sponsored the boy's stupidity. There are some things you need that you don't have now because if you have it, you'll be foolish. It will fuel your foolishness. It will fuel your foolishness. Yes, I know, I know, we all need Akiola. But you may not have Akiola. Because if you have Akiola, you, you, you <laughs> that book you have, you will use it as a bait to chase boys. You will use it to attract boys. I've seen it before. There was a girl, she had a textbook we all didn't have. I don't want to tell you, I, I, I don't want to give you bad ideas. What don't you have? A lot of t-shirts. You have only one. Because if we give you three, it will sponsor your journey. A far country is like Russia. You need $5,000 to arrive there. A lot of the things you need as a young man are things that if you are given, they'll be used to sponsor foolishness. That's why some of you, it's good that you don't have the nicest shoes. Your shoes of ekume ekume. Your hairstyle is not nice. Your whatever because, 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 because. I was sitting, I was, I was in Atlanta one day with Bishop and we had some young girls. I told you this story before. A girl said, she said, she, I, I've not forgotten the girl. I must even look for her. What she said was so beautiful. She said, she, she was sitting there with her hair cut. She said, normally she has, she cuts her hair. Normally, beautiful girl, her hair is cut. They said, one vacation, the mother just said, oh, let's, just for a change, let's spruce you up a little. She gave the girl hair, these extensions, these type of things. They used sellotape too. Uh, blue, blue, blue braids. She said, the girl herself, I've never heard some before. She said, she noticed that when the hair was done, and more boys suddenly became interested in her, wrapping her, calling her, chatting up with her, and so on. I mean, she was, she was surprised at the hair on her head because boys are not different from dogs. 
The only difference is that dogs have got a lot of brown hair. So perhaps in your case, your hair is this equipment because if we are to give you Jerry Curls and Jamaican hair, we will see you in church. see you in church. Young man, look. Be happy. God uses it. Some of you who must sell, you must sell to go to school. When my wife was in the university, she was selling things. She did business from first year to final year, in school and out of school. She was in her school studying, but she was a businesswoman. You, you, don't sell and see. <laughs> who? Your mother. You must sell and even give her some of the profits. When there is a need in your life, don't throw tantrums. Don't be angry with God that Daphne has got skinny jeans and you have got crimpling trousers. The fact that somebody has something does not mean you must have it. Listen, I'm saying it again. I said the fact that somebody has got Jamaican hair does not mean you must have it. She can handle Jamaican hair there are many of you girls in the church. You are pure virgins in the church. Beautiful, beautiful hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> and this one, nice, lovely. But you are in church. Pure. <laughs> <laughs> but why are you laughing? <laughs> but not every girl can withstand. I mean, if you had hair like this, it's okay like it it is it is divinely imposed deprivation yes be happy that you got only one crimping trousers some of you when you are singing what you wear you borrow it to go and sing on stage am i preaching i'm not preaching baby but it's okay i said it's okay i said it's okay let your friend give you that blouse let her give you that shoe but a day at the right time i said at the right time you will not need to borrow i'm preaching baby when I was in school, first year, third term, second year, third year, two and a half years, the shirt I was wearing belonged to a friend. The shoe I used, it was for one year, it, the, the shoe was, it was a size 12, and I think at that time I was wearing size 9 or whatever, it was bigger, oh yes. It was my friend, he had big feet. Look at those shoes. I studied in deprivation. The rest of the story is history, you know the history. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You must be comforted when there is something you don't have. Oh yes, it will be, it's in my own interest that you have, you have a smartphone. I benefit when you have a smartphone. Why? Because you have access to podcasts, access to Facebook. But if you don't have a smartphone, you can't afford it. You can't pay whatever it is. Thank God that you don't have a smartphone. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Thank God that you don't have a smartphone. Because some of you... If you have a smartphone, it's the beginning of pornography. Thy rod. The rod of not having a smartphone, it comforts me. The rod of not, of, of not having a tablet, it comforts me. You must be a type of person who is comfortable. You see, today I'm saying to you that this, you see, his father, go back to verse 12. Let me show you something. That, that should, the fact that your friend has something does not mean you should have it. Because the father, he divided, say with me, divided. Please, I can't hear you. I'm ending the message here and I can't hear you. Say, divided. divided. 
Unto who? Divided unto them. Unto who? Unto them. Divided unto who? Them. Who are the them? So, um, Rajo, please come explain. Since you did English in the university. When you say divided unto them, what does it mean? It means he shared it equally between the two of them. Yes, even whether it's not equally or bad. So, so what does it mean? It means that what? Who had things? Who had land, dollars, euros? Um, who had um, cities, bank account in the house? Daddy and mommy and two brothers. From the story, this is comprehension. Who at the end of the sharing, who in the house had euros and dollars and CDs and bank accounts? Who? The father had it and divided it for the sons. So, who had them? Who? Both sons. You mean the younger brother had? Yes, the younger brother had. And the elder brother also had. The elder brother had money? Yes. He had euros? He had CDs. Yes. How do you know? Because he divided it onto the two. Clap your hands for Jesus. Fast forward to verse, let's say, 25. Now, his elder brother was in the field. He also had euros. He had dollars. He had accounts. He had thousands of CDs. But he had the maturity to have the money and to still remain in the family enough for the father to send him to the field. Now, the elder brother was in the field. Why? What's the point I'm making? The point I'm making is that the fact that somebody is doing something does not mean, even if it's your classmate, your age mate, your cousin, because he may be able to handle something that you cannot handle. Two of them, elder brother, younger brother. It's even possible by Jewish law that the elder brother got more. It's possible he had 5 million cities and the younger one must have had 3.5 million cities. But there's a type of person, even if you give him $10 million, he will still be in church and sing in the worship choir and be a child of God and live a holy life. But there's a type of boy, if you give him even 500 Ghana cities, it will enter his brains as if he had smoked Indian hemp. Now, his elder son was in the field. Two sons. They get the same thing. One bumps off. One remains. That is why God in his own mercy will supernaturally deprive you of something. Not everybody can handle See, the fact that you want something does not mean that you must have it. The fact that you need, like we are going for prom. And everybody must wear a long dress and high heel shoe and do that. And you, all we have for your prom is khaki shorts. <laughs> Minya, wear the khaki shorts or stay at home. And not, there are some of you here, your parents are like that man. I cannot, genuinely, I'm very intelligent, but I cannot imagine the scenario except to lie on the floor. And to throw tantrum, I cannot imagine the scenario that will let a father give a small boy just because he came to ask. And he perhaps he was even spoken to, advised, mommy talked to him, Uncle Alex came, Briar came, Auntie Emma spoke to him, they brought the chief 
of the of the town to advise him. He said, "No, I still and no and no and no and no namintiasiano and no namintiasiano and no." But that should tell you that their parents like that, who sponsored their sons and their daughters' trips. By the time this boy was over, he was eating with pigs. How did he get to eat with pigs? He had their father who gave him what he wanted. But thank God, some of you who are angry with your father, you must rather go home and say, Daddy, I thank you. Daddy, I had the preaching today. Daddy, I'm clapping for you. You are the best daddy in the world. Thank you that you did not buy my ticket to America. God bless you, Daddy. Yes, I'm happy that not every mother is like this. That not every father is like this. I pray for you today. Listen to me very carefully. Sometimes, you see, when you... Thank you, Jesus. When you mature or when you grow, like me now, I don't have a mother. Neither do I have a father who will bestow millions of cities on me. I don't, I'm, I'm not there yet. I, I'm not there. At, at this age, there's even nobody who regulates my use of resources. So I have to impose deprivation even when i want something i should be able to filter it through different processes and see that even though i want it it's not good for me i'm saying that as you grow there will be no mommy there will be no daddy you will have to say that's why some of you cannot become shepherds because when you have got shepherds and you have got 16 beautiful girls you can't control yourself but you don't need to grow at your age learn not to allow abundance to possess your life even if you have a lot of it learn to put a knife to your throat a knife to your mouth and say I have all the I've got all the time can you imagine right now my mother isn't at home. Some of you, you must go quickly because mommy, if, if by six o'clock you are not inside the gate. But me, there's no daddy. I can go home at 4 a.m. I've got all the time. All. What I choose to, so I myself must, must, must run into my bedroom at 9.30. I myself, your ability to impose deprivation as if you are living with your auntie. Oh, oh but Bishop, wh wh why are you going home so early? Because I want to go home early. So you also are going home, but you, it's your aunt, your, your stepmother. I don't have a stepmother. I don't have any auntie. The house I stay in, it is my own house. But even when you have abundance of something, your ability to manage and to control and to determine how it is used, Depends on you. Yes. Why not? At this age, when you should be a shepherd, when you should be a pastor, why don't why shouldn't we give you a smartphone? Why? Is it wrong that we buy a Samsung tablet for you? Is it, 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 it doesn't even cost much? My secretary told me recently that Sana, I've got a, a stack, a stack of a, a tablets lying there. I didn't even know. So, so those days somebody went to Dubai and went to buy that. Oh, really? Call somebody and give the person one. 
but I'm afraid to give you one. So I'm afraid to give you one. Because when we give you two, we are not sure. But you should be able to have an iPad. You should be able to have a smartphone. And you will deprive yourself access to blackmagicmama.com. You. Self-imposed deprivation. The time is all yours. But you are choosing to be at home. To sleep early. So you can get up and pray. At that level, when you are not able to limit yourself, deprive us what Jesus Christ said, the narrow road is what leads to life. And everybody listening to me, don't stay on the Broadway. The Broadway where you can do whatever you want to do. You can go where you want to go. Anything you want, you have it. It's a Broadway life. And some of us, our parents are, 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 are ushering us into the Broadway lifestyle. But thankfully, thankfully, thank God, many of you can't talk like that. Yes, the poverty of your father has put you on a 10-centimeter 10, 10 road. You can't even tell yourself. It's the will of God for you. I said, it's the plan of God for your life that you don't have what others have. And even if you have it, it's in small amounts. It's the will of God. Can you imagine what I can eat? Can you imagine what I can eat? But if I sit down, the eggs I can clear, the rice I can clear, the meat, I can send someone, go to Baratas and buy me all the food. But that's where we are looking at your maturity. Your ability to have access to all the eggs in Accra. But you eat only half. <laughs> Receive that wisdom. Receive that grace. Receive that blessing. Yes. Deprivation. Lack. Because a lot of things we have are merely sponsors of our stupidity, foolishness. Yes. If you are here, you don't have a smartphone. Bless God. Right. Repent. But if you have a smartphone, may God give you the wisdom of the elder brother who had everything but was still within the limits of the father's guidance. That you have a smartphone, you have a tablet. But you don't use it to watch pornography. You use it rather to send messages to care for sheep. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Stand to your feet. Lift your two hands. Let's pray. Some of you at this time should be thanking God for something you don't have. You don't have the nice shoes Judith has. Your hair. Everybody's wearing a nice watch. You don't have a watch. For a young boy, it is not in your interest. A young boy should not be giving everything he has, he wants. Thy rod. Open your mouth. I don't, I want it, but God says, I won't give it to you. Thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Lift your two hands. As we go, pray, talk to God about your life, about your destiny, about, about, about your future, about your choices. Pray. Hade ria kala mama liba nere ketese makabala baba 
translations of our foundational scripture. Proverbs 22.15. Look at it. Proverbs 22.15. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Look at the New Living Translation. A youngster's heart is filled with foolishness, <laughs> but physical discipline. See, the word is... The, 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 you, you, uh, Yvonne, you have all the time but you discipline yourself. He said, physical discipline will drive it far away. Amplified. Amplified. A-N-P. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline. Discipline is a word. Your ability to say that this phone is in my hand. Some of you, your phone, your mother has to uh, um, set it, to, um, use filters, go to whatever and filter adult content to and give you because they, they cannot trust you to give you a phone to use freely learn may you be able to have a phone with access to all the website russian chinese japanese but you choose to go to www.darkwordmills.org the discipline that i have all the time i have all the money i have money i have money I have time, I have shirts, I have shoes, I have beauty. Some of you girls, we, we know that you are a nice girl. We know. But discipline yourself and cut your hair. It will help you. And the more you see, when you look in the mirror and you are nice, then you also spruce yourself up. You're going to do some spaghetti curls. You have polished your face. You have lifted your breasts. Just moving like that. And every boy, you are, you are only 18 years old. You are more you are more more experienced than a 45 year old woman yes i'm saying that discipline discipline lift your hands and say lord you see let me tell you make it easy for god to give you a lot of things like me i mean even even like today for instance the offerings that we're taking the offerings offerings i know where they are counting the offerings I can go there and say, all of you, go to my office right now. I've got a meeting with you. Leave now. Oh, that is fine. Don't lock any door. Just go now. Hurry up. And when they go, I lock the door. And I put, take 50 garnets, because they have already arranged them. 50 inside my underwear, at the back, inside my shoes. I say, oh, uh, come, uh, sorry, uh, uh, the meeting is in the evening. Just, just finish the work and come. I can't. Even one service, the whole offerings can be taken into my car. If you were in my place. <laughs> Some of you, even steal, which doesn't belong to you, you can steal the meat from the steel. So, what will happen when you have got every type of stew at home. You eat and explode. Receive discipline. Discipline is the panacea for foolishness in the heart of a young man. Lift your two hands and receive that spirit. Say, pray to God right now. Say, Father, 
Father, grant me the spirit. Grant me the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Everybody has got free amounts. Large amount of some things. Open your mouth and pray. Mine may be time. Yours may be money. Hers may be friends. Somebody's may be boys. Someone's may be girls. But your ability to have a lot and to and to control yourself. Pray. I can't hear you praying. Open your mouth and pray. We receive the rod of discipline, oh God. Help us to receive the rod of discipline. Pray, lift your hands and pray. Speak to the Lord this afternoon. Ask Him to help you to receive the rod of discipline. My goodness. The rod of deprivation. That ability to say that I do not have it, but thank God that I do not have it. Pray, pray, come on. Speak to the Lord. Don't be tired of praying in the name of Jesus. For some of you, this prayer will deliver you from distraction. The distraction of the prodigal son. In the name of Jesus. Pray, say, Father, even when I have it, teach me to limit myself. Teach me to deprive myself. to invite you to salvation if you are here and you are not born again you know yourself you are not born again you know that you have never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ as we speak and share wisdom from the Bible you know that it does not apply to you because you are not even born again if you are here like that pastor I'm tired of the road that I'm walking on I want to follow Jesus from today. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand. Just do this one thing. Just lift up your right hand. Say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to become born again. I've heard about it. I've heard about Jesus Christ. But today, I do not want to go home without taking this decision. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Just lift it high above your head. Lift up your right hand. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to receive Jesus into my heart. I want to become born again. Father, we bless you for today. We thank you for your word, for the power that has entered our lives through your word. We pray, oh God, for help. Help 
to receive the rods that you are introducing into our lives. May our lives be changed forever because of the word that we are hearing. May our lives forever go onto a good path because of the word that we are hearing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.